mystery and horror, the air itself is filled with monsters. Children of the night, what music they make. Hi everyone and welcome to the Monsters Up North podcast. It's a monster podcast and it's hosted by myself and also Dan from Bleed and Marvelous. Say hi Dan. Hi Dan. We are this week joined by my brilliant buddy and awesome friend, Jay. Kaiju King himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's my best role. <laughs> but, yeah, it's really scary, isn't it? I, I was very scared. And <laughs> today's episode, so episode number two, is all about the king himself. And no, I'm not talking about Elvis Presley. Oh, God. I'm talking oh. about Godzilla. Oh, that gorilla <laughs> who masquerades as a king sometimes. <laughs> Jake, that is one of my factoids. My God. <laughs> But yes, Godzilla, king of God's the monsters. King of the monsters. So I'm going to do this this week because nobody in the chat pointed out last week. I totally forgot about it last week. I didn't do the disclaimer. And I made a point on the Game of Thrones podcast. I would say this every time that I could because I highly believe in this message that I created myself. <laughs> it was first cast jitters. It's okay. It, it was. <laughs> I feel like that intro went a hell of a lot better than last week. And <laughs> thank you to everyone who tuned in on Monday for the premiere at uh, six o'clock on YouTube. It was such a fantastic time. I was bawling my eyes out at the intro because the intro was just amazing. Yeah. Um, I thought it was fantastic. I just loved every second of it. So we'll get into it. We'll get into this week's episode once I've said... Everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us on the Facebook group where we can have an open discussion. What we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree we can all agree <laughs> to disagree in fandoms. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the toxic behavior out of her nerdism. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so yes, this week is Godzilla. Created by, <laughs> let's see if I can do this. Tamayaki, Hataki, I could said that earlier on so much better. He debuted in his self titled film in 1954. He's had yeah. 33 Japanese movies, five American films, numerous video games, novels, comic book, and television shows. We bring you the king of the monsters, Godzilla. Wow. Wasn't this is like. Like you've idea. like again, yes, amazing, amazing Thanks. little speech. But how cool is it that we're hitting like such old, old monster guys? Because <laughs> like 1954. Well, same year as creature. Yeah. Yeah. Decided so, to just put a put a monster guy on screen, and everyone was just like, "This is the greatest thing ever." <laughs> <laughs> That's really true. Um, but very different looking Godzilla. Like, yeah. No, very different looking Godzilla to creature. Oh, on a, we like, got two we, difference. Yeah, yeah. Can we appreciate the backdrop of these <laughs> Jake, two? Jake <laughs> Quinn. You've got Godzilla, and then you've got Kaiju Jesus in front. So it's like, 
Yeah, I'm actually oh. giant. It doesn't come yeah. across on camera. <laughs> it's the sheer scale. It's the scale of Godzilla behind you, which puts you at about 40 foot. Judging yeah. going by the, uh, I think he was supposed to be like 120 something feet in his first incarnation. So oh, is this the, da- the Dan facts coming in? Oh, yes. <laughs> I've done my research. I love him. Um, I do like how you've gone for the realistic version of like the, the American movie Godzilla, the chunky Godzilla. Yeah. They I do call like it him. Fat. Yeah. It's a good design, oh, though, because like, I love it. Yeah. It's like nice and intimidating. It's about as intimidating as Godzilla gets to me, that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a stress ball. It's oh no, it's... <laughs> I love that. Oh, I know, I absolutely love that. Um, my first factoid is the name. Mm. Now I can't pronounce this. Is it Gojira? Gojira. Yeah, pretty much. Gojira. So, so like, was... it, I was going to say uh-huh. a tip for Japanese is to just not use any like intonation. Like, just kind of say everything matter of fact. In this, you right. Know, you don't go like go gyra or anything like go-gyra, that. Gyra, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like that better actually. <laughs> but his name come is it actually rumored to be the nickname of a tough guy from the Toho Studios. I did, I did hear about that. And, mm. and nobody elaborated on said tough guy. Like what he looked like already. Yeah. So but, um, I have um, these images in my head. <laughs> Well, they said his nickname was made up because they said the guy was as big as a gorilla and as big as a whale. So and, in yeah. Japanese translation, a whale is a kujira and a gorilla. Yeah. So they split it down the middle and made Gojira, yeah. making it Godzilla. They do, like a, they do like a portmanteau in Japanese and like anime and like, you know, the fiction stuff. <laughs> well, that was my first factoid, but I've completely missed my open bit. <laughs> right. It's fine. So we'll we'll just forget that didn't we'll forget that happened. And I'm gonna ask you too, what makes Godzilla a great monster? Go, Jake. Yeah. Um <laughs> for me, first and foremost, it's the size. Cause like Godzilla's on a scale that that don't always hit for like monster movies. Mm-hmm. Um we get like understandably we get a lot of human sized monsters you know like like anything like the predator the xenomorph like the creature frankenstein he's a little bit bigger but uh, <laughs> there was a man in there <laughs> um and like on like the scale of this was just like it was something i'd never seen before and like the city destruction element i think is like another massive spectacle um I'm trying to think though, like I don't really remember like a first memory of Godzilla specifically, apart from toys, maybe. But I'd obviously like seen Power Rangers at quite an early age, which is this exact sort of genre, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I don't know what came first, but like obviously the the Green Rangers Dragon Zord is basically a Godzilla. Um, so it's just always been like a thing that absolutely set my brain on fire as a child that's <laughs> never went away <laughs> do you have anything Dan, of what makes him a great monster um i i can only answer from like a personal point of view but i've always loved dinosaurs <laughs> ever since i was little and i know technically he's just a mutated something depends which film you watch depends which oh, law yeah. you follow there's about 50 different versions of what where he came from and what he is 
but it, it just reminds me of like I've always been a T-Rex fan mm-hmm. um, and just how ridiculous a T-Rex is in general you know it's got a big mouth huge body but the world's smallest arms you know it just <laughs> and uh, it, it just and when you see like Godzilla there's something about Godzilla to me that just seems so far-fetched and ridiculous mm-hmm. but works and yeah <laughs> and I think it's also the an element of these sort of anti-hero depending on again which film you watch but it's very much like is he the bad guy is he the good guy depends who is fighting depends who is which director's got it depends which version it's yeah, I, I always like the monsters and the, the anti like anti heroes anyway. So yeah, yeah, they do manage to like humanize him in some of the movies where mm. he he absolutely is like sympathetic, like when he's being like beaten, uh, <laughs> whether that means killed or just driven away or frozen or trapped somewhere so he can come back later. <laughs> but yeah, there's find- there's always like the sad music parts where he's like going back to the sea or exploding or something like that. <laughs> And then the sad Hulk music came in my head. Yeah. <laughs> and then Godzilla turns around, sheds a tear, waves, <laughs> and goes back down under the water. <laughs> oh, God. It's interesting I... you were bringing up the dinosaur thing, because that was one of the, the like, the Japanese uh, timeline, canon, I guess, um, explanations for him. It was that he was a Godzilla-saurus, or maybe a Gojira-saurus, or whatever. <laughs> that um... is a real dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> is it a real one now or it is now yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it like is, it, it yeah. does look like a t-rex but like the story in that one involves time travel and everything because it's nuts yeah. that the aliens take him out of the timeline as a dinosaur wow replace him with king Ghidorah, so it changes the whole timeline <laughs> the only one funnily wow. enough <laughs> of all the designs of godzilla that i didn't like was the most dinosaur one out of them all which was the matthew broderick version <laughs> yes. of godzilla and i hated that design of godzilla because it was a t-rex really yeah. um and it had velociraptor babies yes, yes. because I jurassic was- park <laughs> I, I was watching an old video of somebody reviewing the because it was it was i just had youtube running so it was a really old video it was the most not the most recent godzilla but the one most recent of the like when he first came back after the yeah. 90s movie like legendary and were, pictures yeah, yeah yeah they were reviewing that one and they mentioned the one from the 90s and they showed a picture of it and i went holy shit is that what that looked like like <laughs> wow like in comparison to like even the one behind jake like that (laughs) that is terrible (laughs) what i also learned about that whole thing that the japanese hated it so badly that they actually killed that version of godzilla (laughs) in retaliation to the americans by saying fuck no you're not no this is not happening it got officially retconned out of like out of the universe effectively because they were like that's not godzilla that's now named zilla and it was like an, a, a monster that attacked america and like that's how the the basically retconned it completely which i guess they're allowed to do since they own the character <laughs> like how serious are you taking this that you well, having did, like a full-on death for this character yeah. did you ever hear the story about how the guy I'm I'm terrible with names, but the man in the original Godzilla suit went to see the 1998 movie and he walked out. 
feel like I have heard that God. story before. Like, how bad would that guy feel? He's like, he's just like, this is disrespecting my legacy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't they know how much effort I put in dressed as a big lizard? Depending. Hold on. So there was an actual person in the suit originally. Uh, yeah. All of for the a Japanese. Yeah. All the Japanese movies up until the first time it was animated was the 1998 Hollywood version, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, Where you're right. It's fully animated. Yeah. He didn't CGI. sort of get. He didn't get oh. CGI in Japan till like 2000s. But even then, he was still a monster in a suit. But they had some scenes like underwater scenes that were CGI. All right. Oh, that's crazy. It's very. I didn't know that. That's an awesome thing for you to find out first time here. <laughs> Remember, kids, we are just yeah. full of fun factoids. <laughs> but it's a, it's a lot like the um, it's a lot like the creature you were talking about, where the soup was horrible, like it was super hot, and it caught on fire a few times because obviously <laughs> they set off all those like ground explosions near him. Um, and obviously they chuck him in the water and everything. Like sometimes it's just like a filled suit that they throw around, but other times uh-huh. it's like them tumbling off the side of something into like because they've got one of those stages that's got about like waist high water all around it. So yeah. they can like wade into it and stuff or like <laughs> fight in it. Um <laughs> so yeah, that that must have been an awful job in the 50s as well. Can you imagine? <laughs> there would have been like no <laughs> health and safety for him. <laughs> <laughs> We've got no laws. A lot of, <laughs> you I can suppose, die. I suppose I think there was a canny big time gap between because it was like they had an original two, and then I think there was a seven-year gap. Um, so maybe it crossed into like the seventies. Hopefully, the the acting laws were better than then. Um, <laughs> in Japan, I don't know. Do they have a Screen Actors Guild? <laughs> Hopefully. <For sake. laughs> I did find out that in 1960, the 1964 Godzilla versus Mothra, the suit did actually set on fire. Uh, yeah, during, they and kept they, it in, I think. Yeah, they did, yeah. And and it's like you can see it now. If you go and watch the film, you'll see the fire and then the whole <laughs> suit gets set on fire and they just yeah. keep rolling. He didn't get hurt, apparently. <laughs> that's got to be some thick rubber, though. That, that I can't imagine that's a thin suit to wear. So it's crazy. Well, my interesting second factoid is about his role. Yes. Oh, and, yeah. how, and how they created his role. Now, I wrote this down as it was written, mm. and I don't actually understand it. So it says, I've got a music degree. We can figure this out. <laughs> I've got an A level in music and I still couldn't get it. Um, class- classic Raw is surprisingly mix- a surprising mix of sounds rubbing a pine tar coated leather glove <laughs> over double bass strings. What yeah. the fuck is a pine tar coated leather glove? Well, I I can't picture that. It's, yeah, it's definitely just a, a like a one of those thick like workman's leather gloves, but I guess it's coated in covered pine in pines. Pine yeah, well, you tar. know, you know the like yeah, sap. they had like a yeah, like a pine cone, and it has uh-huh. sap on it. On the it's that just hardened that, and it ah, oh. so it must and make then... it. It must either make it like good for grip, I guess, if that's why they're using it, or the sound like fully work person was just going nuts with his like bag of tricks. <laughs> um, yeah, supposedly yeah. it's just ran down like a big double bass string, like attached to the actual instrument. That's impressive because I can hear his raw in my head. Yeah. And, and that is you, kind of impressive. It used to be lower, like in the first movie, 
it does sound a bit more like a musical instrument because it was more of like a low kind of drony type thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe they did like after like, you know, work on it between films, but yeah, it's awesome. It doesn't sound like anything that you would encounter anywhere else. <laughs> no, no, um, they, they used a pitch shifter throughout the films. Yeah. Cause I watched, uh, I watched like a, this, this is my life now. I, w- I watched a, a six-minute YouTube video of them going through every raw Godzilla yeah. had ever had from oh, start yeah. to finish. <laughs> so there was about like 36 movies, I think it said, yeah. featuring Godzilla in some way or another. And you can hear it like being pitch shifted all over the place up until about 2014 when they came in with the new Hollywood movie, uh, mm. the legendary one, the one with Brian yeah. Cranston. Um, yeah that's when it first changed for the first it changed for the first time to the one we know now instead of that high pitch noise yeah it's like you can still hear it in there though can't you like they've kept the noise (laughs) but apparently it's supposed to be dry ice on a metal vent crunching rocks and a wooden crate being dragged across a polished floor so that's I a mean, diff- that's a like additional layers on it. <laughs> that's one hell of a foley stage they must have to be able to pull that kind of thing. I mean, if I someone said to me, by the glove, <laughs> like, could you could you imagine? So, I mean, to me, it just sounds like I always think they take a lion and they make that lion sound like a dinosaur yeah. somehow, and then that's yeah. it. You know, in literally in anything you hear, it's always got like a roar, a guttural roar. And I'm always thinking it's a lion and they've just manipulated it a bit. No, (laughs) no, it's it's a crate being dragged across the floor with some rocks and dry ice. But how how great is it to get to that point, though, where you're like, this is how we're going to do it. I'm going to drag a crate across the floor. That yeah. sounds like Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> like Jeez. that is impressive that they've gone that far as opposed to like using a lion and manipulating that sound, yeah. actually physically, practically like creating it. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. From scratch. What do you think of the design of Godzilla through the years? Do you think he's changed for the better? Obviously, taking the 90s one out of the equation, because <laughs> that after yeah. seeing that picture. Like that's Zilla. Eyes. That's it's fine. That's Zilla. That, he Zilla. can have his own episode. <laughs> Tune in next week for Zilla. <laughs> <laughs> the one he's all been waiting for. Um, I kind of I've got a massive soft spot for like the original kind of chunky, long, stiff neck Godzilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but like I think my absolute favorite would be like it's kind of like the early 2000s There was like they brought him back basically. I think it was literally called like godzilla 2000 i think the mm-hmm. movie was called that's probably my favorite because he's got like a, like a longer snout more like dinosaur shaped um and a lot more like spikes you know like bigger and more like sharp jagged spikes mm-hmm. i think i like him the best <laughs> mine's always got to be the eyes yeah. it's right. always the eyes i right my my other half takes the piss out of me royally because <laughs> i have a thing for andy circus and I have done oh, yeah. for a long time. And how he does a monkey. <laughs> I realise how that sounds. But um, yeah. How... Just, just go with it. Go with yeah, it. Yeah. Why not? It's you the know. Monster Podcast. <laughs> hey, whatever floats your boat these days. There's something out there for everyone. Um, it's it's all to do with the eyes for me. If, if mm. you're going to sit and watch a, a, a CGI version of something and they can still make the eyes make you feel something for yeah. the monster then yeah 
they've done a bloody good job. And mm-hmm. I always find like I think it's more so. I rewatched the legendary pictures the Brian Cranston one the other day, and I didn't realize how much emotion just came out of the eyes. And I was like, oh, I don't remember that happening in like the King of Monsters or Godzilla versus Kong, you know, the mm. newer ones. And I was just mm-hmm. like. I remember why I quite liked it. 2014. Yeah, 2014 that one came out. Oh, so. was it? Yeah, it's like a slow build, but I did. I came out of the cinema thinking like, yes, that was good. That was a Godzilla movie. He fought mm-hmm. monsters. Because I think like that's that's sometimes, well, I guess it just the 98 one forgot it, I guess. But it was like, you need yeah. something to fight. <laughs> I am um, I, I really enjoyed the, the most recent incarnations of Kong. Now I yeah. admittedly have not seen any of the old older stuff, mm-hmm. but I appreciate what fa- what he means to fans from yeah. who who have. And I really enjoyed them ones, all because I can forget the story but remember the fights. Yeah. That's <laughs> I'm um, fine with like the, the story can be what it is. I want to see some fucking fights. That's and the I feel problem. like I saw that. Trying to trying to go back to watch old Godzilla movies is a lot of um a weird story involving aliens a lot of the time <laughs> and mind control stuff. And um like I'm okay, like Shin Godzilla, which <laughs> was like yeah. was like that was Japan coming back, like you know, being like, okay, legendary have had their go. Here's Godzilla. Um yeah. He's like the real that one that one's a lot of like military logistics but it's interesting because you're like oh yeah what would it be like if you had to like you know organize a godzilla attack like you know like <laughs> leave a... leave the planet you've got no hope just <laughs> no you freeze yeah. them with freeze rays or whatever <laughs> what? what they, they froze him <laughs> he's been frozen lots of times sorry oh. it's all right <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing about the shin godzilla one was though it it was supposed to be like a like you say, it was like a yeah, we can do it. Look, we you know yeah. we still got it, but it also harked back to the very first original Godzilla with the military theme. Yeah. So they were trying to sort of interweave the the origin Japanese version into the more um, the Hollywood version, so that people would know that it was more than just Matthew Broderick or more than just Brian mm-hmm. Cranston that that had yeah. been involved in it. Um, and it was um it was made by like a quite famous anime director who does like Neon Genesis Evangelion, who which uh... is like which is also like a kaiju series technically anime though, but it's um he does a lot of like psychological kind of horror I guess not like okay. outward horror but like you know talking Mothra. about horrible things <laughs> <laughs> like the effect it has on the psyche and stuff. So like there's a lot of like introspection in that movie and there's like there's a really cool part in the middle where he kind of like goes nuclear for the first time and it's got all this like nice like like single choir music and everyone's just like staring up at like Godzilla like shooting his beam for the first time and it's kind of like a like oh crap like this is like an otherworldly thing we could never like stop it it's like a really cool arresting moment um that's probably the highlight of a shin godzilla Mm. it's worth a look in but it's hard to find like a subtitled version that's not a dub that's Mm. the unfortunate which one's the dub is that where someone they're talking over the top of it yeah 
I have I... to do that. My okay. dyslexic brain cannot keep up with subtitles. Yeah. I get so lost so quickly because I'm trying to read one word and the whole sentence oh, coming yeah. along after it. So I have to watch movies like that. So that's like right up my street. Yeah. It's good there's I, both. It's just sad that you don't get a choice. Like you should just be able yeah, to yeah. No, I appreciate it. Like, when you're on Amazon or whatever. <laughs> and he had said, and I think this is half the reason yeah. why he doesn't like watching stuff like this with me because he <laughs> wants to watch it in sub. He wants to appreciate yeah. it for its, its actual authentic self and like how it was yeah. you know put out to it's it's chosen language he doesn't yeah. want to listen to someone else talking over the top already here because you know the very first godzilla like that mm -hmm. had that had like the added an american character like in a voiceover um and he has came back one time i believe but it was a uh, it was the actor who played Perry Mason, like the really yeah. old, old Perry Mason. We need on the case. We <laughs> yeah. need Perry. So they had him basically like talking over the footage and being like, oh my God, he was like a reporter. So he was like, you're not going to believe this. You know, like kind of explaining, <laughs> explaining what was on screen. Cause I guess he was supposed to be like writing a story. Um, so yeah, like the, the legit had to do that back in the day because they're like audiences aren't gonna watch subtitles in the in the cinema. Like we're just gonna have to make it up. <laughs> and <laughs> this leads me to a fact that I found out as well. Um, now forgive my pronunciation on this one because I say it one way, but I know people say it another way, and I don't know which way is the right way. So I'm just gonna say it. Goodwill's gonna kill me for this. <laughs> but <laughs> George Takai Takay. Don't oh, know okay, how you okay. say it. I would say Takai. I've always yeah. said Takai, but apparently it's Takai. So I've been told. I'm sure Goodwill's screaming yep. at his television while watching <laughs> this. Sorry. <laughs> but <laughs> he used to dub the Japanese to English um, oh. versions of some of the earlier Godzillas. Um, but he did mainly, the one that he broke his voice into being quite famous for the, the dubs in Japanese was Rodan. He did a Rodan movie, he dubbed that. Oh. So if you go back and watch that film, you'll hear just George going, oh my, over the top of that. <laughs> but yeah, like so. that's that that was that was in the seven-year gap I was talking about. They kind of did like Rodan and Mothra and got like yeah. those things together. So like there were they were absolutely like making a cinematic universe before that was popular. Although I will say the Universal Monsters. <laughs> Were the original Avengers <laughs> as far as <laughs> movies go? Yeah, <laughs> they did oh, it first. You heard it here, you heard it here first, guys. <laughs> yeah, like Jake's making bold statements. <laughs> yeah, like Toho were going nuts with the whole like crossover business, um, which I think is what that's what kind of sparked my attention because I was like, what? There's all these other monsters with their own movies, and now they're all fighting. <laughs> They're all going to team up to kill King Ghidorah, which is what always happens. <laughs> I, was, I was an absolute fraud when I went to see, oh God, was it the King Kong movie where at the end they showed all the yeah. symbols? I made out I knew exactly what they were. <laughs> Fucking clue. <laughs> I hadn't a clue. I was like, I'm sure that's some significance. I'm sure, I'm sure Mothra's, if it's got wings, it must be, must be. I was like, yes, of course I know this. <laughs> was that the sky? island one the, i think so yeah. is it like right at the end where they're like showing like it's yeah just like, like stone sketchings of like i think they like different... went to like they ended up in a military room didn't they and they're like oh it's project something monarch project monarch Luke. yeah, yeah. <laughs> monarch um, take took on and then they they that's where they alluded to the godzilla versus kong but then yeah. i think it was like four years later they came out with godzilla versus kong which made me so bloody angry did I you say like it 
I'll tell you what I did like. I liked that they finally just went and did Mecha Godzilla, who's the robot version, <laughs> yeah. because like he's a, a legit character from from the old movies. Um, and I was happy that they just went there and did it. I don't mm. know if it needed to be in the one with Kong also, because that's kind of a lot to cram in. Um, but that's very much in the spirit, I guess, of the old Toho movies. <laughs> who, who are you it's... rooting for? <laughs> Godzilla every time. <laughs> for me, I couldn't. That's why I didn't like it. Like I know that they signed. No, because I know they had. Uh, they released uh, Godzilla versus Kong in the sixties. I want to say they did a, did. a, a version. Then and that's then... the first. That's the, probably the first real Godzilla movie I saw, like a Japanese oh. one. Yeah, and so it was like. I know it had been done before, but I was like, oh, they won't do that because these two guys are supposed to be. I, I don't like using anti hero because they're not people, but you know, in the yeah. sense of that you love them and then you can hate them and then you like them and then you don't like them. And it's like, don't do that, you, you bad person. And they're like, <laughs> oh, but he's so nice. Yeah, like they've got the freedom to be like, it's it's an animal he just wants to go home so of course he's gonna smash up the city like it's it's fine <laughs> for me it was it was all the the the, the side story of there being inside the Earth hollow Earth. And, oh christ we don't need alexander Sarsgaard guard to tell us that it's like <laughs> he wasn't even a decent bit of eye candy like i think that man's beautiful and then i was like i don't really care about you like just no more <laughs> not interested i couldn't decide who i was rooting for to be honest because one minute i was all about like yeah i beat the shit out of him kong and the next <laughs> minute i'm like you go godzilla and honestly i was just backwards and forwards i was on team nobody I really i've got was. like i've got a really cool uh tidbit about the old godzilla versus kong um, so that was that was basically what they came back with after the first two movies then a seven-year gap while they did like rodan mothra uh, and Giras and all the all the gang, <laughs> all the um, cool kids. So that was actually the first time we got to saw Godzilla and Kong in color. Like everything mm. else had been black and white up to that point. Um, they obviously sized up Kong, so he was just the size of Godzilla. Uh, they didn't really explain <laughs> how or why or where he came from. I don't <laughs> think. But fun fact: uh, it was originally supposed to be. A Frankenstein monster fighting Godzilla in that movie. What? <laughs> and that's why there's a part where Kong gets struck by lightning and it makes him like stronger because <laughs> they obviously kept in all the story. <laughs> so wow, it was supposed to be um, this. By the way, this was the creator of King Kong who came up with this idea. He was like, "I want it to be uh, Godzilla versus." like a, a monster that Dr. Frankenstein has created <laughs> like that. Um, so it was going to be like created out of animal parts to be like, a, you know, a, a monster. <laughs> it worked for Universal. Oh, Why would it not work for them? <laughs> but apparently in Germany, um, a lot of the Godzilla movies are like recontextualized as in these are like all of Frankenstein's monsters that fight each other and stuff like that. It sounds more like a Cronenberg oh. movie than yeah. it does anything else. It's like, he was yeah, going to make a chimera, yeah, apparently. <laughs> let's just get loads of animal parts and hope for the best. <laughs> it's like that episode of Rick and Morty where they go to Cronenberg uh, land or planet or whatever it is. Yeah. And they're all, they're but all back in the day, I think Godzilla wins 
And then there was like rumors that there was like an American cut where King Kong wins, but that was just a lie because it was pre-internet times and you could make stuff up. (laughs) And it it became true. No, Godzilla (laughs) always wins. (laughs) I generally can't remember who won in the most recent one. I think they just shook hands. Yeah, but Kong got beat down and then he decided to join forces, you know. Not old chestnut. (laughs) <laughs> as they do, as they do. I, but like, I, I did really like King of the Monsters, like the the middle Godzilla movie without mm-hmm. Kong. I mm-hmm. thought that was faithful. It had like Rodan and stuff, and like yeah. Mothra and everything. King Ghidorah, who's the the three headed dragon guy, yeah. who's one of my favorite designs. Like, it no. did everything well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's if you're going to do something in CGI, I think they pulled off the. They took the original costume versions and they made them into something that you actually could imagine when you were a kid watching the, these Godzillas. Yeah. You were like, if that was real, what would that look like? And then you'd think, about, oh, and they, they got it pretty close to how my head always thought these yeah. things would look. But the sheer scale when Ghidorah came mm. out. Yeah, when like, it like Whoa. flies over the town. Like, I think that's the thing that you get more in the the new films is like what it looks like on the ground level because obviously they can cgi all the buildings explode and it doesn't have to be models anymore <laughs> so yeah. you can have actual people on set like kind of reacting well, um speaking right. of the design he was actually meant to be a giant octopus <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah he was could you just imagine like how does he stand up <laughs> I d- you know what i don't i don't even think he's even fought an octopus so what did they do with the octopus tech <laughs> development like studios? even like the costume like <laughs> they must have thought of themselves how the frig are we gonna be able to yeah maneuver this creature to fight off whoever like it, it can't even just stand gonna, up unless they're just gonna get a real octopus and let it loose on a model set <laughs> god a hentai version of godzilla oh, <laughs> oh god Sammy, you've it's lowered just... the tone <laughs> and it was thanks graham <laughs> well. <laughs> oh god i just got this image in my head of you know an edward when they took the like a big giant octopus off one of the actors in this swamp. I've just got this <laughs> yeah. image of that's how they were going to do it. <laughs> Come on, people, shook some more factoid others because that was oh, the last one. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a great one. Like, you know, I was talking about that weird time travel movie, um, which mm. I, I can't remember what it was called. I think it was like the, I don't know, the range of King Ghidorah. They've all got giant silly titles. <laughs> um, but so in this time travel story, the time traveling aliens get seen by some American military people. And he's like, that looked like an alien. Like, should we report it? And he's like, what? And tell everyone we saw little green men running around? I don't think so. But you can tell the story to your son. <laughs> yeah, Corporal Spielberg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, in the Godzilla lore, <laughs> Steven Spielberg's dad told him about an alien he saw uh that oh was gosh. transporting godzilla out of the timeline and that's how he came up with the idea for et <laughs> boom oh gosh how amazing if that would be true <laughs> i mean it's definitely just something the dub people were like this would be really silly if we we're like <laughs> just yes. just to, to slightly go on a side note there i recently heard that javier bardem had a crush on et 
when he was a kid. <laughs> How? I Why? don't no, I cannot fathom this one, but it was an interview he did with Vogue and he went to see it three times in the same day. And uh <laughs> he said that E.T. was his first crush when he was growing up. I was like, <laughs> Well he doesn't he doesn't he dress up in like a Ladies' outfit. Well, girls' hat and dress, or it's it's not the same as Bugs Bunny. (laughs) No, (laughs) when he did it, bloody hell, three times in one day, once in a lifetime is enough for that movie. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't imagine doing it three times in one day. Could be class ET as a monster. (laughs) The start's pretty scary. (laughs) I ain't doing an episode on ET. It would be incredibly short. (laughs) Noted. (laughs) Did you know in the works there was going to be for all the you know the versus movies they did? Now I don't know how this was going to work because I cannot fathom the scale of how they would have done this. It was going to be Godzilla versus Batman. (gasps) Jake. It's How? like the two worlds combined. Yeah, with, with, with prep time, could Batman be Godzilla? <laughs> I mean, are you going like... to have a moment every time in this podcast where you blow my mind with shit? Because you did it last <laughs> week. You're doing it right now. <laughs> I've got more. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I guess he's got a, I mean, he's got a, an aircraft, doesn't he? He wouldn't be that bad it's not a fist fight <laughs> it just go get out my way well, Godzilla would just do that in like a movie or it was supposed to be in the works in they saw the success of Michael Keaton's first one with Tim Burton wow. and oh, they were like then yeah and they were like <laughs> we could we could do something with this but then apparently it was something along the lines that it didn't get out of development because DC wouldn't release uh they uh, it was either DC wouldn't release Batman for the crossover or the um studio for Godzilla couldn't afford to use Batman to license for the for the movie. It was something like that. It was one yeah. or the other. Well Bob Kane but... was still alive then, so he would probably have something to say about it. <laughs> He's like, God, what? Fuck no. <laughs> um that would have been that that's a cool alternate timeline kind of thing. If you could go to that, that timeline where that movie got created. <laughs> But he did feature it with the Avengers, and this was the weird thing. They did a uh, in the seven in the seventies, late seventies. Marvel ran a twenty-four issue comic with Godzilla, um, and he fought the Avengers and the Fantastic Four in this comic book series. I read this. Yeah. I actually read this somewhere today. That it blew my t- that it did actually blow my mind because then all I kept thinking of is is a character in Marvel, Devil Dinosaur. And I was like, oh, yeah. oh my God, why didn't they just go like Devil Dinosaur and Godzilla? That would have made more fucking sense than the was Avengers that, and Fantastic there's, Four. There's like a handful of like kaiju Marvel guys, right? Isn't there like the, the, the Shang-Chi, there's like a big dragon thing? Yeah, yeah Shang-Chi, Iron Fist, and yeah. oh, like, some more. Yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's a handful of things you could kind of get there that's fun though i kind of want to see captain america like looking at godzilla <laughs> it'd, it'd be that wouldn't it it'd be just like <laughs> tiny man huge thing and then he'd hit yeah. him with his uh he'd throw his his shield Jeez. at him and then it bounced back off and he'd catch it and he'd be like oh 
<laughs> End of movie know, when he steps on him. Or they do an Ant Man and or they do an Ant Man and size him up to uh, Godzilla size. <gasps> Giant man, that would he wouldn't pass so out cool. if he got that big. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I did read that today, and I was like, that cannot be true. That's a lot of <laughs> comics as well. Would you say like a twenty-four issue yeah. run? That's like Apparently, a that's, that's a big storyline. Yeah, that's you only get like five or six nowadays like yeah. that's a lot because <laughs> i've read some godzilla comics probably from around like the 2010s um but that always like that one i was reading it had like really nice artwork but it was like centered around like a team you know like a, a team of like ex-army guys out to stop godzilla you know like he destroyed some of their family and it was like oh, a, a weird revenge shit. story about like a group of like you know super military people <laughs> has, has Godzilla ever had an inner monologue? Uh, he's talked a handful of times. In has movies. he really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was like a thing where he got overdubbed for like one of the movies and it was like, hey, Aguirre's come help me, like type of thing. <laughs> I think he talked in some of the adverts because he did an advert for uh, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> him and um and there was another co- massive company like that it wasn't nike but it was something along those lines or nike or however we're saying it but um <laughs> it was something like that and i think it was gadzuki that that was the one that was doing a bit of talking and it had a really high pitched young boy's voice and okay. it was very unsettling it was <laughs> because it yes was, you're the right, costume, actually. Yeah. His son has talked before. Yeah. It, it's it's either called Manila or Minya or something. Right. It's not Godzuki. That's from the Hanna Barbera cartoon. Yeah. But that's how I, I there was I a cartoon with a son. Yeah. That's how I know him, you know, the little and because yeah. I, I was never I never watched any of the movies with it in. And then when I was doing the research and it flashed up, I was like, oh, that's Gadzuki. Didn't even question it. It's like, yeah, that, that's who that is. That's, like, not a, that's not a real character as far as Toho's concerned. Boo. Like, they had to make like a Scooby-Doo version of Godzilla that would oh. hang around with the humans, basically. Hey, that got Solving me through crime. my early years. Pretty much. <laughs> oh god they did um they did actually make a cartoon sequel to the 1998 film which was one of the eggs had grown up and it was like a team of humans who could like call godzilla to help with like other monsters and stuff it was actually not bad like they definitely made the best of a bad situation <laughs> on wow. that one. did you know <laughs> oh. did you know that <laughs> um god's <laughs> Godzilla is... Um, Did you know? I'm trying not to laugh. <laughs> so bloody ridiculous, I'm trying not to laugh. Patrick Stewart presented an MTV Movie Lifetime Achievement Award to Godzilla <gasps> in 1996. I mean, Godzilla's very Shakespearean, so I can imagine him being absolutely fine I with mean, that. I mean, at 96, though, so this predated the Broderick movie. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean... A what? I mean... <laughs> What? Is it like you know, you know them this is your life moments? Godzilla, <laughs> this is your life. <laughs> that is absolutely crazy. Like I don't even, I'm gonna I have to look even, up a clip of that. Yeah, it's, it is there somewhere, but it is it's like yeah. it's when he was full on TNG. Yeah. You know. I'm surprised he didn't think it was like a gorn or whatever, like that lizard guy from Star Trek, and he didn't try and throw like a double axe handle at it or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What was I going to say? More Godzilla. 
Godzilla, yeah. Godzuki. Godzuki. <laughs> Godzilla has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yes, nice. I knew that. He and he was given it, it when he was 50, when he was had his 50th birthday. <laughs> he was given it in 2004. They cost a lot of money. Like, there's a reason why you have to wait. Like, everyone was like, well, Curry Fisher should have had it, like, well before May the 4th. And it's like, that costs so much money. <laughs> it's the estate of the family as well that has to keep the pay to keep it there. You yeah. pay, basically, the, they say, okay, would you like one? And they go, okay, you have to pay X amount for this. You have to maintain it, buy it, uh, and pay for the rental on the spot. And yeah. if you don't keep it up, yeah. Well, Crazy. Yeah. So they just cover the name up and put a different one down. Scratch it out. <laughs> yeah. King Kong. Just, you didn't keep up your payments. Yeah. yeah. King Kong. Or it ends up like Trump's. Everybody comes along and gives it a bash and then no one can see what it says. But yeah, I, I found that bizarre. I found I find that interesting. It absolutely that... is like a cultural icon. It's one of those things where like just everybody knows it and they don't know how or where they know it from. It's just always been there type of thing <laughs> another useless fact number cool. 752 godzilla is actually classed as a black belt in judo i can believe it he's done yeah. a lot of fights the early movies how? how is he fighting like i know that backdrop behind you is fucking hilarious but is he really impacting anyone with that kind of movement? <laughs> That's him flying across on his tail, about to drop kick somebody, about to drop kick Megalon, who's a, a, a bug from underneath, from the underground <laughs> civilization. <laughs> but, but, but how is he doing karate moves? <laughs> like, how is I, that actually possible? Uh, he's a black belt, so you know. I mean, but you wouldn't not give him a black belt, would you, if you walked up to your dojo? <laughs> <laughs> take it. Take, yeah. it. take all the black belts. Good, good. <laughs> he's he's almost tread like he's like an actual superstar, like yeah. an actual person, like a, a very high end celebrity. He, yeah, it, it, like a lot of he has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Like, how does that? Like, it's crazy how he has so much celebrity pull, really. <laughs> I think like Japan likes to do that to characters. They like to elevate the character as much mm. as like who plays them and stuff like that. And yeah. I find that really like interesting and like very like it's very cute really when you think about it. <laughs> it probably helps though because it'll help like it'll help the kids be like, yeah, that's Godzilla. He's real. <laughs> He's out there somewhere. Like the world's oh very God. small when you're a kid. So like, how could you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. He also broke um, a Guinness World Record. Godzilla. Oh, <laughs> well, loosely Godzilla. I'll use that term loosely because <laughs> what happened was um, in 2014, the they were trying to work out the um, the new raw, and in doing so, they think they thought they found it. So they then asked. <laughs> this is according to the fact I found. It's <laughs> maybe not true, but I didn't have time to triple check this, but. They said they borrowed the Rolling Stones tour speakers set up and they played the roar through the tour speakers. And apparently it went from the stage where they were doing it three miles across to the Universal Studios lot, who <laughs> then rang the guys that were on the stage and said, what the bloody hell was that? It scared the life out of us. <laughs> and Godzilla. so in, 
in turn, it became the loudest noise <laughs> in 2014 ever rec uh, recorded at that point. It's been beaten now, but like it, it was apparently the loudest noise at that point. So it got a Guinness World Record for nice. being the loudest noise. So he's broken a record. He's got his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame yeah. and Patrick Stewart has given him an award. So we should we should have that like on Godzilla's birthday. It sh they should ring out that noise out of every like speaker like. Screw the yeah. emergency alert on your phone. It should be like, it's Godzilla Day. <laughs> they, should, they should swap the emergency alert for Godzilla's scream. I would literally run anywhere. <laughs> if that was coming through my phone, like I would run to any point just in, to get away from it. But in saying that, actually, I've got another weird one. You know when they made the uh, Jurassic Park Lost World, the second one, Vince Vaughn Jobby? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. I love that film that one there's a scene in which they do a homage to uh godzilla in that because there's a scene where you you see that they're in san uh, i think it's san diego when they yeah uh, have the t-rex the goes loose <laughs> yeah and uh, apparently there's a stereotypical bunch of japanese tourists because you know hollywood likes to stereotype people and they can be seen running off and shouting in japanese the translation is i left japan to get away from this ship yeah, as they're running away and they translated it so it's definitely in there yeah like that was probably like the closest like you would get to good like a good godzilla type scene at that time like like yeah. the t-rex loose in the city was absolutely like that was up there it was much more faith faithful than the 98 film that's for sure <laughs> I do love me some like like I, I love things being in places they're not supposed to be because yeah. it's like it, it really that sort of thing works for me like you know when we're saying yeah. about like Frankenstein he shouldn't be alive so I like the fact yeah. that he's there you know and then you look at Godzilla and like Godzilla's a sea monster it doesn't really belong on the land really but I mean I have to bring up this point if he was real how much money would it cost to repair every bit of damage <laughs> oh, that gosh. he ever created? I mean, you'd see him come in and think, oh, we just spent six million billion pounds, trillion pounds rebuilding it since last time. And he's coming back. We're screwed. You'd be bankrupt every he's time like, he came. He's not even the only giant monster you've got to worry about as well. <laughs> I can't, I can't work out in my head how that works. I'm like, I, I wouldn't even like to think of the numbers, but I know somebody did that for, oh, what was it? Superman, Henry Cavill's yeah. first Superman. They kind of like tallied up the cost and damage of what he did to that city. Yeah. And I think they made a huge point of it in um, Justice League. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It was the Avengers. It was Age of Ultron made yeah. a point of the whole Sokovia and getting them all off um, onto the ship because like the they weren't going to damage. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. They weren't going to damage the city. And I was like, oh, okay, I see you. I see you. Yeah, see yeah. Your it's cards. A, I do like. I'm, I'm a sucker for that kind of like logistics based, like in world <laughs> stuff. Like when the characters have to actually deal with, like you know, the <laughs> real life problems. Yeah, the super <laughs> consequences. Cause like you're right, like if, if you like destroyed half of New York like with an alien attack and <laughs> ensuing fighting, like what, what the hell would you do? You're just gonna hand Godzilla a sweeping brush and then go anyway. <laughs> off you go. Crap on, Crap yeah. on pal. You're big enough. You're big enough. I mean, Any that's oh. the thing. I, I just find it bizarre that you know. I I mean I know it's because I'm a grown up and I'm not sort of in that fantasy world 
as much as I would be if I was, I don't know, 10, 15. Yeah. You don't really mm-hmm. put, you don't quantify grown up things like paying bills and shit when you're that age, you know. But I mean, as a grown up, you sit back and you think, Christ, I wouldn't want to clean that up. <laughs> or you know or like geez, yeah how would you even go about dealing with it I you know hate that I hate that that's where our brains go to now as adults <laughs> we're looking at the cleanup job and all the hard work that people have got to put in afterwards and kids are like fuck yeah monsters like I want that mentality back I don't want to be looking at like buildings and thinking oh and my other half so, <laughs> yeah my other half always says to me it's just a film <laughs> stop <laughs> overanalyzing and I'm like well well, movie magic as sammy yeah, likes yeah. to say yes movie magic <laughs> been saying that a lot recently been arguing with a lot of people online about guardians and that's come up quite a bit um <laughs> any more factoids about the big is he green or is he gray depends yeah <laughs> you i mean i'm colorblind gray. so i can't tell you yeah the, <laughs> he's probably he's gray to you do you Round. see gray he's gray right here but he's green behind Jake, but he's gray here. So yeah, my, my necker figure, which is the only thing apart from my very cool Godzilla t-shirt <laughs> I have, he's gray. But okay. I think, but I just, I didn't know. I wasn't too sure if he was gray or green. I've got a question for both of you. Hmm. Now, Sammy will probably kill me for saying this. So I'll, sort of, I'll sort of push it towards Jake more than Sammy. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> How do you think Godzilla's origin came about? Because there's two, there's two, there's the Hollywood version and then there's the Japanese version. Which yeah. one do you do you sort of side on how he was created? I say he, they've never definitely come out and said Godzilla's a guy or a woman. No. being a lizard he may be both he has know, a, if yeah. he's a lizard <laughs> they did say that in the 98 one didn't they that it was yeah. like he was is sexually re- reproducing or whatever oh that's right but um, um can you can you just give me a brief description of the, the origin yes <laughs> yeah well, you know what this is I'll probably, let Jake do this. well i was gonna say this is probably the most important thing we haven't touched on is that when you like think about how close to the Hiroshima bomb, the Godzilla movie actually was. Yeah. Because it was only about 10 years afterwards, I think. Mm -hmm. So he's very much a re like a metaphor for nuclear uh destruction, literally. Um but it's kind of like the general thing is that he was like a mutated something from like Mm -hmm. a nuclear blast. Uh like I say it was a Godzilla (laughs) Saurus, like a T-Rex in the (laughs) Japanese timeline. It was like an iguana, I think, and yeah. the American one, or like some kind of what? lizard. And he just mutated <laughs> into yeah. this. And then okay. the, the more Hollywood version, which was the we're talking like King of Monsters, yeah. Kong versus yeah. thing, is that he was a Titan that got awoken yes. by yeah. the bombs. And it's like part of me sort of sees where they're going with that logic. I because, like that. because so many of the monsters have appeared out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, true they would have had to have come from somewhere. So I kind of get that, but then that then makes the hollow earth theory plausible. And yeah, then you're going to have I... to start believing in the hollow flat earth, Dan. I, I can't <laughs> get to join I can't... the subreddits. Oh. I, can't join, I can't join the flat earth argument, but I do like the idea <laughs> of the, of like a, le- like a legend, like a, what yeah yeah like that in being a walk and like he was always there i do like that side of it it's yeah it's pretty interesting but i don't like how that then brings up the fact that there's like oh there's like kong 
like skeletons because he's like the not the first King Kong. Like I kind of I kind of like them being like one-off mutants. I originals, think. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah one-off originals. Exceptions. Sorry, it wasn't the legend <laughs> you used. It was Titan, and I lo- I, I do I do like that. But I also I'm I'm not mad at the idea of it that being a mutation because I that's yeah. actually more of a rational explanation. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, plus I'm a child could, of the could, '90s where everything was a mutant. <laughs> yes. Flushed a lizard down his toilet and look what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You Deep created shot. this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna justify myself for why this part why I did Godzilla. Because hmm. I for all I am lack of knowledge, I generally find this character incredibly intriguing, incredibly hmm. interesting. I need to give him more time, but I love listening to people talk about him. Yeah, like I absolutely love it, and you'll find this through some of the episodes that yeah, I'm not like the biggest of knowledge when it comes to it, but I am so fucking intrigued and interested to have conversations with people, to listen to people talk about their love of you know big giant monsters. Yeah, I mean, you'll be an like by the end of this podcast run, you'll be like the monster expert. You'll you know well this is what i'm hoping for i'm going to be like for... giles and like buffy you'll be like the watcher who's like knows all about the <laughs> monsters <laughs> this is this is what i'm hoping for is going for monster expert yeah but I, I, this is the reason why i want to do this because it may come across that i generally don't know anything and you're right i don't but i just like listening to i do i get really intrigued like godzilla is one that like up there for us where i'm like i just want to know more there's so much you can more. dig into as well because you can obviously go down the rabbit hole of like the Japanese ones, but then you've got like endless amounts of like comics and like yeah, games it's and it's quite an intimidating thing to jump into. Absolutely, and like you couldn't get those things on VHS tape like back in the nineties and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was impossible to be a Godzilla fan, but like it was the kind of thing where for me like as soon as there was like a drip of information or like oh godzilla versus kong's gonna be on tv at like two o'clock in the morning i'm gonna have to tape it (laughs) like it was like a proper like thing where you had to be like i need to see this just because i've heard about it but now you can luckily get everything and it's amazing people can dig in Consumer to your heart's consent. Or you content. can read Wikipedia pages about uh, That's what about, I did. about space Godzilla and destroyer. Uh, oh my god, Godzilla's <laughs> been in space? No, his cells went into it's space an, and created yeah, an and created an evil version. Godzilla yes. who's got like big crystals coming out of his shoulders. Oh, oh I think I've seen that design yeah. before. And you know how like in the new movies, the sh- like the shoot the oxygen destroyer at him to like kill him. Yeah. It's like a big bomb. That's how they killed him in the original ones. And he had like a big publicized like Superman death, like in the 90s, I think. And that was like how they explained a new monster called Destroyer who'd like spawned from like the old Godzilla skeleton and the oxygen destroyer machine. Jesus Christ. And created like a friggin' demon, like a horned devil kind of looking Godzilla man. And it killed him. <laughs> <laughs> that is but he, absolutely but he nuts. passed on his energy to his son and he became the next one <laughs> but he had he had a proper like it, it made the news and stuff like when superman died they were like it's gonna be the death of godzilla <laughs> and then like dan was saying on his 50th birthday they did the final wars movie where it was just like oh we're gonna have every monster in and that's the one where he kills american godzilla <laughs> at the sydney opera house oh god <laughs> 
I mean, if you look at like the box office stats though from the Hollywood versions, it just goes to yeah. show that Japan, whilst I know he's their baby, it set a grounding for for the amount of money that he's brought in. I mean, the most successful Godzilla movie of the four that they've released in the in the uh, through the Hollywood studios, the most um, the one that took the most is the 2014 version mm-hmm. yeah. that took that took over 524 million gross to date. Um, but the most successful one was Kong versus Skull, uh, Kong versus Godzilla, yeah. um, because it was a pandemic movie. It only took. Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we it... watched it on streaming. I remember. Yeah, that. It <laughs> and it's only taken 60 million worldwide gross to this point. But uh-huh. it 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 became the most uh, successful movie of 2021. It's because we had yeah. no else to watch. <laughs> so, I mean, of all the films of the four, we exclude the Broderick one. Even though I like, I like Jean Reno in that. I really do. I think oh, he's, yeah. he's it's, great. It's in got that. some moments. It's yeah, like it does it's, have some. It's moments. very 90s. <laughs> like it's a good it's, time capsule movie. It's the gum chewing pretending he's American. That that yeah. bit I think is brilliant. I love that bit. <laughs> But unfortunately, um, that was my that was my gateway into Godzilla. Was well, can you imagine that? I <laughs> mean, sorry, one. can you remember the marketing blitz that that had? Like, yeah, it, it was, was everywhere. Huge. There was yeah. like he had all the fast food stuff, you know, like the Godzilla cups and everything, like that you could get from like Pizza Hut or something. Yes, he had that Puff Daddy song. <laughs> oh my <laughs> yeah. gosh, yes. Jamiroquai. Jamiroquai yeah, yeah. Did Jamiroquai, deep, yeah, deeper underground, wasn't it? What the uh, hell was going on with that marketing budget? <laughs> They put most of it, they put everything into the marketing for it. I guess so. Didn't Tom Sizemore play like one of the the military guys in the Broderick one as well? Possibly. And, well, and oh. also inexplicably that have like stand-in characters for Siskel and Ebert, because they were like, this is gonna get a shit review. So we're gonna put Siskel and Ebert characters in the movie, like the actually called yes. Mayor yeah. Siskel and stuff like that. So, like, it was a very weird vibe that I had on set. And Matthew Broderick's not exactly a, a leading man material. No, no. <laughs> Why him? Like, what? what is the... Who's sitting in a in a studio going, I know, Matthew Broderick will sell this film. Hey, we need a, we need an Inspector Gadget. <laughs> we, we also need, need Hank Azura. Yeah. And, and Hank if you want to... Cameraman. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> the Simpsons crossover. The voice of the Simpsons. Most <laughs> Mo is behind the camera at all times. <laughs> and where do you guys want to see Godzilla go as far as like new stuff? Like, what do you want to see? I really would more. I would like to see more of the universe have already set out mm. and just go and just work from there. I don't want to yeah. see anything. I wouldn't be bothered if we saw anything new because then that means like there's something new for me to catch on to. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're going to possibly we're going to get two like, you know, split kind of timelines because there's obviously the Japanese Shin Godzilla, yeah. which kind of ended on a rough cliffhanger where he was sort of like the stopped him just as he was like, but then kind of figured he was breaking down into like smaller creatures as if he was about to like split into like loads of Godzillas at some point. So they've got like a cool sort of cliffhangery thing going there. And then ours was like, they have announced like the next Kong and Godzilla thing, I think. Like, well, I think there was a two. teaser trailer. 
yeah. round oh. two. No, well, thank you. I think I think from all that you can see in the teaser, it's like a different kind of ape monster is going to oh, be. You're still going to watch it. You know you are. Yeah, I'll have to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, I'm not sure. I think what I'd want to see is like it go a bit more like crazy, like the Japanese stuff ended up with. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I want to see, like, more monsters and, you know, more big battle royals type things. Yeah, I want it to see less be, like, story. Wrestling. I want to see less story from actual humans and more yeah. fighting from actual monsters. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't want to see any more Vera Farmagam. And I don't want to see <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown in anything else anymore. Thank you very much. It's it's And the guy, which is still weird in my brain, the guy that plays Millie Bobby Brown's dad in the uh, Kong versus uh, the both of them, the, yeah. the last two, was also the guy who played the movie star in the Peter Jackson King Kong. <laughs> oh that's god what's his link. name I, i've gone blank I, I can't remember his name for love no money but he yeah. he's the guy and and it's like a weird circle of like, i don't even know what that is yeah it's it's, it's, it's like it's like uh captain america being the human torch like that kind of weird yeah. circular cast and ryan reynolds yeah. green lantern and, and yeah yeah, yeah. Um, michael b jordan and you oh, know god. now that you've said like uh king kong that might actually be a fun idea for a movie where there's like a film crew trying to go to find godzilla <laughs> like <laughs> that, that would actually be a good concept uh, like like have you seen troll hunter do you know yeah, the yeah. have you seen oh, the Dutch yeah. troll hunter? The found footage one, yeah. Yeah, something like that would be really, really good. I mean, if we're looking at the way that they did and I want to say it happened in was it in this the first the I'm I'm excluding the Broderick one, but the middle one of the three, which I think mm. is King of the Monsters. Yeah. Was that the one where Ken Wantanabe went down into the underground city of Atlantis? Where yeah, there was like the, the found, nuclear merfolk. Yeah, the founder Godzilla, yeah. Like it, uh, sleeping under. And uh was is that the Godzilla, the only Godzilla, or is that one of many Godzillas? <laughs> you one know, of the Godzillas. All the Godzillas. Um it was um Martin Chandler who played right. that dad. Sorry, it was but it was bugginers as to who that guy <laughs> was. But yeah, but he was he was like the wet blanket character in like the new Godzilla movies where he's like, no, don't set off the giant uh, signal machine that calls all the monsters. Whereas like the whole audience is like, no, turn that thing on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We want we want all the monsters to come out. <laughs> we want to see it. Do it. Yeah, I want to I want to see monsters and I want to see fighting and I want to see less this, less yeah. talking and more, you know, pew, pew, pew. I mean, More I wouldn't fighting. be averse to him going back to having like Kong versus Ghidorah, uh, yeah. Kong versus Mothra, going back to the old ones and, and Rodan and just in reinventing, not reinventing because it's a horrible thing to say because the, the, like I say, Jap- the Japanese movies set the, the precedent they set. Yeah. Um, a lot of people's love for it. But if, if they did a, a Hollywood version of one of those, I think it would be. I'd be more intrigued to see that. Also, I like the found footage idea. I think that would be really cool. Um, but they would all die because they'd all get radioactive poisoning. And, and <laughs> There's that logic like, coming in again. Yeah, see, being a grown-up ain't fun, is it? No, they you would know? have a fun adventure and they would all And then they'd home. all die. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> Apart from a few of the guys who had ill intentions, they wouldn't make it back. <laughs> no, they grow another head, um, yeah. and then they're Cronenberg it, <laughs> going full circle. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I think I'd like something along either one of those lines. Either going back and looking at the the bigger monsters and the not to go to space Godzilla because oh my god, let's go to space. If oh, Jason the best, can go, let's the, go. Let's yeah, go yeah the best there. monsters come from space, so that's where Gigan comes from. Who's like. A weird turkey looking dinosaur with like a buzz saw and two knife arms <laughs> and laser eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get uh, Gigan over here. <laughs> but I mean, I mean you... go on, sorry, Seth. No, I was just going to say he's going to win anyway with them arms. Like, look at Godzilla's <laughs> compared to like knife arms. Like, game over. <laughs> but all, all, honestly, like, I think they could they could take some good cues from Pacific Rim. I think because yeah. that was oh, that was really yeah. those were really fun movies. Really That's like right. They I was had the go fun element. That, yeah. yeah, I was going to say something along the lines of um, if you can see how much Godzilla in itself has uh, been copied or or mm-hmm. used. Like you even look at like Reptar in the Rugrats, and oh, yeah. um, if you look at when you start going through all the old movies, like people actually either using one of them, like in Ready Player One, the whole Mecha Godzilla final ending yeah. bit yeah. where he's fighting, um, and then they in the actual uh, story by Ennis Klein, there's all different Godzillas he uses, but he chooses Mecha Godzilla out of all of the Godzillas to do the final fighting, and yeah. it's like it's like there's it. it it's got a little seed in it it's been planted all the way through when you start looking at a lot of the monster movies you tend to notice how much godzilla is it is literally influenced them rather than it being someone like when they go to the the, the monster size you know we're talking full-on kaiju size thing it's always a big monster comes in bashes down the city they are ridiculously huge. I mean, if you even look at Ghostbusters with the Stay Puff Man, yeah, it's technically the same thing. Or the the Statue of Liberty when the, it, on, in number two where it walks through, it's like yeah. they're all they all have that weird, oversized in the city shouldn't be there kind of thing. I know their their origins are completely different, but it, yeah, it is influenced so much of modern cinema. Yeah. You know, Abs- it's oh, absolutely. Um, before we wrap this bad boy up, the last question is why do you love Godzilla? Oh, I love silence. him because he's got laser breath, and that's pretty cool. <laughs> it's a good enough thing. I just find him incredibly intriguing, and <laughs> just learning more and more about him is just. I, I love it. He's I'm very like... anime. Like his history is very anime. It's very mm-hmm. silly and fantastical. <laughs> oh, I love that word, fantastical. <laughs> Dan, why do you love Godzilla? Because he reminds me of me. He's a bit grumpy. Just wants to go to sleep. Leave him alone. He <laughs> <laughs> always has that expression of when he when when he comes out of the water. He's like, "What is the shit I've got to do now? Yeah. What am I? What am I having to clear up? Who started this? Oh, right, there's a okay. lobster attacking me. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll kick it in the face, and then I'm going to go back to bed. See you later. You yeah. know, it's it's very much of that whole like. <laughs> I can see a lot of myself in and, and do you sometimes walk through the house and knock all of your ornaments over? And that, like, no. yeah, I'm like a demented cat. I wipe everything off the side. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I, yeah, I. 
hate to say it, but I, I do identify. I, well, hey, I love that answer. If the monsters come, I'm sure we would all want to fight them off and be the hero like Godzilla. No, no I wouldn't. I'd run if away. I'd be like, nah, you're all right. No. <laughs> I, I have actually had recurring nightmares of T-Rex attacks. Amazing. Yeah, that's Jurassic Park's fault. <laughs> I know, I know that is very much, but you are right. Like I'm now looking at the design behind you and then picturing a T-Rex and like, fuck me, they are very similar. <laughs> <laughs> I've never put two and two together before. Yeah, like I say, don't let yourself have nightmares about the Broderick <coughs> T-Rex. Oh my God. I still can't get over what I saw. And it was because, I think it was because it was a very clear picture mm. of the actual... Of like the bad CGI. Yes, <laughs> it was so clear and yeah. I was like, fuck me, like... I was genuinely excited to watch that movie. Yeah. Because this was like my first dive into Godzilla. So I was like genuinely excited. And I was I wasn't disappointed at the time because I have no frame of reference of anything else other than that. So I'm it was all we had. It was like I say you couldn't watch any other way, but yeah. (laughs) I didn't mind the movie. I thought it was okay for what it was. Mm -hmm. But when, like you say, afterwards, when all the stories were coming out, how disgusted Japan was (laughs) as a nation, they, 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 it was like front page news. What an abomination. Hollywood has killed, you know, um, our, our beloved. So they did it. They killed Zilla. Yeah. Yeah, That's one of his deaths. Yep. And then when you started seeing all that coming out, you were like, okay, yeah, this is, this is a lot bigger than Hollywood. (laughs) You know, it, it's a, it's it's disgusted a nation. So maybe there should be something that um should it be done have, about it. It might have kickstarted the reboot though, like you know, in the two thousand. So maybe some good came out of it in the yeah, end. Yeah, only took them sixteen years to get there, but you know, <laughs> they've got time. For them, they have time. Godzilla is timeless, and he has proven that by being around since nineteen fifty four, and oh, it's yeah. twenty twenty three, and we're still fucking talking about him. So he's still he's, he's never going anywhere. Time. He's no. like one of those things now, like Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> He I don't is want Godzilla coming there. down my chimney. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I don't have one after that comment. I don't want him either. <laughs> Just imagine. <laughs> you get woken up by his blue fire breath. Well, not woken up. You're never going to see that. No. Are you? You'll never wake up. That's no, actually how I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> There's worse ways. Yeah. Well, we'll wrap this bad boy up because it's been so much fun. Thank you so much, you two, for joining in the Monster Squad. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, Inaugural next... episode for me. Oh, <laughs> yes. Welcome, Jake. You will see more of his beautiful face as time goes on. Mm. But next week, next week, we're getting all, <laughs> I was going to say hairy. We really are, because <laughs> we're going into the Wolfman. <laughs> Amazing. Yes, next week's episode is the Wolfman. Nice. Gonna have a very interesting conversation on the Wolfman and why he's called Wolfman and not Werewolf Man. So, so you'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> so you will have to tune in for next week's Monster Monday. Now, this episode, these episodes go out every Monday, and the Monday you'll be watching this. It is somebody's birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Dan. Happy birthday, Dan. Yay. <laughs> Everyone in the chat, sing along with us now. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> I was hoping you, you were going to yeah, we... Godzilla scream there. <laughs> 
being mint. Oh, um, no, I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't embarrass you by singing because it's terrible for me. <laughs> um, but yes, we go out every Monday. So new monster every Monday. On a Friday, we have Graham and Goodwill, Goodwill trekking across the universe. Um, it's already been aired because you know this is the future. And please, if you haven't already, go and check out Goodwill's episode for Friday. He has a very, very special guest on there. Yes. Sundays, we are always live, 7:30 on YouTube. Um, again, as we're in the future, you already have seen this week's episode <laughs> what a great episode guys Yay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can be found on our social media pages which is facebook instagram tiktok twitter and we also play video games on twitch we where do. you will see the lovely jake and goodwill playing some video games messing about having a daft laugh in that <laughs> having a daft laugh <laughs> You kids, <laughs> you kids in your games, you, you thirty-four-year-old children. <laughs> yes, I can say that. I'm older than that. Ah. So, thank you, everyone, for watching. Thanks for everyone who is in the chat. We love you all, and remember, stay nerdy, everyone. Bye, 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 bye.